Hey, NFers, we have a sponsor this week. We do. Today's episode is brought to you by... It Could Be Worse, uh, a podcast from uh, Nebraska improv comedy group, The Weisenheimers. Now, oh. are you familiar with The Weisenheimers? Oh, yeah. Fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done shows with them all over. Omaha I'm wise on those Weisenheimers. They've received, over time, the, the group has received eight nominations from the Omaha Entertainment and Arts Awards. It's fantastic. Uh, and what they do is they tell stories on this podcast. Uh, they uh, talk, tell stories about how improv has helped them out and stuff like that. Um, and then they also just have people submit stories, and then they'll improv and talk about it. Uh, the Weisenheimers are uh, Monty, Teresa, and Cullen, uh, great, fantastic improviser. Um, the show is great. If you love comedy, if you love podcasts and stuff like that, if you're an effort for sure, you're going to want to check us out. It's fairly new. They just started in December, so uh, there's only like 10 episodes or so out there. Oh, cool. So you can catch up early. You don't have to worry about, oh, this whole backlog and there's a universe. You can just go start listening now. Uh, it's called It Could Be Worse. You can find it on uh, Stitcher. You can also get it on, uh, uh, what's it called? SoundCloud. Uh, so go listen to that right now. Uh, tell them that. Uh, no, listen we to it. our podcast. Well, right now, listen to our podcast. But then, then, as soon as you're done, listen to theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, go listen to It Could Be Worse from the Weisenheimers. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna go. just riff, riff. It. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh, wow. That was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was, like, pretty good. Yeah. Are we just going to use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, And I am Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? Uh, it's going fantastic. Fantastic. It's going Fred-tastic. Uh-huh. Fred, that's Fred-tastic. That's Fred-tastic. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how's it going? Good. Now, we did, on Monday, we had a great episode with Tim. Yeah, we did. One of the top, top ten episodes, I'd say. Uh-huh. Uh, very good. Uh, I loved it. And we briefly talked about how you were in Des Moines mm-hmm. for the festival, but we didn't get it. How was it? Tell me about it, buddy. Oh, it was real good, man. Real for, good. Good shows. Got yeah. to see a bunch of old friends. Got to make a bunch of new friends. Oh, that's always important. Uh-huh. You got to hang out with Leif? He was yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I hung, hung out with Leif. Uh, I got to do a uh, uh, fun live episode of uh, Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Oh, nice. Did you plug the show on there? Oh, yeah. Hell totally. yeah. Good, with, good. With, with our buddy, good buddies Toll and Alex. Toll and Alex. from And if you uh-huh. you might remember, they we did a live episode of them last yeah, we year got at the festival. To, uh, I know me and you want to do an episode on this. We got to do, uh, we did an episode on Predator. Oh, that's what your guys was on? Uh-huh. Well, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because uh, something else happened over the weekend, didn't it? Oh, yeah. You went viral again. A little bit. A little bit. Ay, 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 ay. Even more so. It's still going. Oh, it's going strong. God dang. I, I want to be surprised if it's not by two million. Two I million mean, today. Easy E. Yeah. What, easy E? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Sorry, straight I, out of comedy? I drunk a big chug of water right, uh, before, yeah. right before. He took a big old gulp and I started this right fucker. When, yeah, he's, he was just waiting for me to put yeah, the, I put thought the it was good. Uh, tips to my lips. It and was then, <laughs> I like that. Tips to my lips, baby. Uh, so Tips what happened lips, was, tell the listeners, if these mother... Now, of course, they've seen it, because every fucker on Earth has seen it pretty yeah. much now. But tell them what you did. Oh. What went viral? Well, uh, the uh, I, I went ahead and recorded the uh, credits song from uh, Full House. Yeah. Which, uh, how's that go again? Whatever happened to predictability. Yeah. The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Uh, you so familiar, friend. 
All right. Okay. Reel it in. Reel. That's enough. In the big love. No, you just you just switched over to <laughs> Family Matters. What happened again. now? What happened? We just we just switched over to Family Matters. Anyways, again. well, what you did is you took the Full House one, uh-huh. and then you pumped. And me. I played. Well, I got done watching Predator. Yeah. Get ready for the podcast for sure. And uh, I thought it was funny how. Everybody turns to the camera in the credits. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Much like a sitcom. After they're dead. So I uh, recorded the Full House theme. And then you posted that on the Facebook and Uh Twitter. And the rest is history. How did did it do on Instagram? It's got like 40 views. (laughs) That's super funny. (laughs) Uh, Goddamn, yeah. 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 Uh, It just kept going. And it just kept kept on going. What's he? Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen liked it. Paula Tompkins retweeted Paula it. Paula Tompkins retweeted it but, with a comment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, I think that one guy that you were talking about from that one podcast. Oh, Probably Science. Andy Wood retweeted it. No, 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 a different podcast that's kind of like ours. Oh, yeah. John, G- uh, John Gabrus from uh, yes. um, uh, Ruined by TV, uh, uh-huh. which if you listen to us, you're probably already listening to that one because it's a much more successful I, podcast. I think his retweets what really set it off. Yeah. He retweeted it as like uh, when somebody makes something just for you. Yep. Uh, and so, and him, they have, him and Lauren Labbies have a great podcast where they talk about, it's kind of like our fun sizes. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of it, interesting because yeah. the tweet sat dormant for about 24 hours. Well, I tweeted it. You know? So it went like viral. It, it was going pretty hot on uh, Facebook. Facebook. It was like, going uh, good on Facebook. And then the next day yeah. I saw that the tweet hadn't done much. I retweeted it from the nostalgia front page and I don't know. I don't think that had anything to do with it, but it only had two retweets when yeah, I retweeted then it. Then it just started going like gangbusters. And then so, so often, not often enough does something go viral on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was pretty cool because uh, not only did I have people coming out of the woodworks to call me a uh, talentless hack that's stealing, <laughs> that's stealing shit. Oh, why? What happened? Oh, it's been done to Oh, death. just because somebody else I already mean, made that it's, joke? It's pretty obvious. Well, yeah. And that's a, the thing I thought about it was I saw some people commenting stuff like that. It's like, well, you didn't fucking plan on this becoming, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you went to oh, Hollywood. Oh, that's the other thing. I've had other people that are like, oh, it's pretty shittily edited. Yeah. It's, and it's like... like yeah, I got done watching a movie and push, yeah. record, and play. Isn't it funny at the how same like time. I mean, I mean, like I, if I'd have known it was gonna get two and a half million sure. views, you know. But a lot of people like. And the other the, thing is, is the not, moment in the middle where the TV goes black and, and you can you, see you. you yeah, can see me hanging out in my shorts. Uh, and what, what's funny about it too is like. You didn't know that this had already been. It wasn't like a thing, you know. It's not like you, you went to Hollywood and pitched a movie. And then made the movie, and then afterwards everybody's like, "Ah, oh, that's a you stole yeah. that." It's like you just did a joke, and then it went out there, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was pretty funny how there was even that reaction and stuff, and then a pretty funny like the people who've done it before and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, the, regardless, the joke is still good. It's still yeah. a funny thing. And also, uh, I think it's funny that uh, people stole it from me. Oh yeah, immediately there's people already, are other doing other already, versions. It's all a uh, much much better version of it edited together. Yeah. You know, with the same timing. But uh, just uh, you know, yeah. like they sat down and took the five minutes to use an on, editing software a, to do it. Yeah, 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 to do it. That's funny. it's already like blowing up on uh, Reddit and stuff. Yeah, that's so funny that so like, it's like I missed out on those Reddit likes. But it's it. it's one of those things. Like in the end, like who get like literally the thing who that ca- yeah. the thing that I'm most excited about it is we right now listeners we might have new listeners because yeah. of it, um, and we might have some listeners who uh, are going to listen to maybe they're uh, immediately going to turn us off because they think this is dog shit or they mm-hmm. don't like us or mm-hmm. our politics, but. Uh, I don't. I think so. I think it's and it's like exciting, you know. Yeah. So congratulations on that bullshit, buddy. Oh yeah, that's cool. Uh huh. Um, and now today's episode, of course. Ooh. Scary. It's nightmare. And speaking of our listeners, so oh uh, yeah, because we're doing uh, well, we're, so horror, horror month. It's horror month, and then also our Patreon. Is that what we're calling it? 
We haven't. I mean, we might as well. We haven't even told anybody that we're doing it. We're well, already no, two weeks these into it. These fuckers figured it out. We had the Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Horror. What was the other one we did? Uh, well, that was the first one. Yeah, and then this. And then this. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but we're doing all month of October. We're doing uh, um, like you know, like horror themed fun sciences. And uh, also, if you're on our Patreon and you're one of the, t- if you donate ten dollars or more a month. Uh, one of the th- perks you get is that you can suggest a fun size. And uh, one of our greatest fans, you know, a oh, good yeah. friend of the show, fan of the show. Hall of Fame NF for first, yeah. first ballot. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kazi. Now, he suggested this, and his con- his quote was that he really liked the Friday the 13th episode we I did like a couple months ago. Too. Which I think maybe, I mean, I understand we dropped it on Friday, but maybe we should have saved that for also oh, it's fine. poor There's, October. It's not you know? like we're running out of stuff to do this month. I know. Who, Kazi? He went uh, vicariously viral. Oh, viral, yeah. viral carious. Because of his comment on your he, Yeah, yeah, he had a great tag on there. All right, buddy, like, let's move it along. You know, the world but, changed. But I like the tag. His tag was. was, whatever happened to invisibility. Oh, that's good. The milkman, the paper boy. Because the predator can. Yeah, go invisible. Yeah. Did you see the new one? Yeah. All right. We talked about it. I know. Uh, anywho. On the show. So, Kazi suggested that he really liked the Friday the 13th episode so that we should maybe do Nightmare on Elm Street. And so, buddy, this is yours. Hell Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Uh, uh, now, are you... Uh, what? What's I don't, that I don't know. I'm just wondering what you're going to ask me. Were you a uh, Freddy fan? Did you... Know, you uh, I'll tell what was, you. What was your experience with... Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise growing up. Everything I said on the Friday the 13th, the same. I would watch it at... Fa- we'd have my friends over. We mm-hmm. would rent the copies. Um, I'm one of those people that, like, when you say Nightmare on Elm Street, it takes me, like, a minute to figure out if that's Jason right. or Freddy, you uh-huh. know? Or Michael. Or Michael. I, I can remember Michael because Halloween and that mask, it really... Yeah. They're synonymous, you know? But uh, Nightmare on Elm Street... And Friday the Thirteenth are two very their their titles don't mean shit, you know. Yeah. Um, but I watch a lot of them. I remember being very scared. Now, one of my biggest touchstones. Well, first off, I'll read the Wikipedia. How was a touchstone? It was uh, uh, New it Line was, Cinema. Yep. Uh, first the off, the house that Freddie built. Let me let me New Line Cinema. Uh, That's what they call it. Let me read the uh, A Nightmare on right, Elm Street. Let me Street just stand by Wikipedia. and riff you while you read it. No, no, it's actually the opposite of that. You oh. don't riff. Oh. Yeah, I read it out, and then you just be you'd be cool for one second. I'm always cool, baby. By the way, I, I this is a thing that the listeners don't know also. Every time I read the Wikipedia, my goal is to read it as fast as I can, and it makes me like feel weird. But I'm going to try it today, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Timing you. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street is an American horror franchise that consists of nine slasher films, a television series, novels, and comic books. The films begin with a, a film, Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984, created by Wes Craven. The series revolves around the fictional character Freddy Krueger, a former child killer who, after being buried alive by the vengeful parents of his victims, returns from the grave to terrorize and kill the teenage residents of Springwood, Ohio, in their dreams. The original film was written and directed by Craven, who returned to co-script the sequel, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the second sequel, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, and to write and direct New Nightmare. The film's collective grossed $457 million at the box office worldwide. Wow. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Now, I learned things just in that. What'd you learn? I did not know that he was a former child killer. You didn't know that? No, and that makes sense because of the Treehouse of Horror with uh, Willie when he gets buried alive. Yeah, yeah. Originally, he was going to be a pedophile slash child killer. Well, you don't need to and do that. And then the producers smartly said... Uh, let's not. Yeah. He can just kill kids. Let him kill the kids. He don't need them. Yeah, yeah. It's implied he's fucking the kids, you know? Well, right. Actually, there's nothing in there. And then he's just a kid killer. I would, that's, oh, is that a sketch yet? But then. Hold on. Stop. Is that a sketch or a stand-up bit yet? What? 
uh, somebody's like, uh, somebody's like, ah, oh, Freddie, he's, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. you. Know he's in a dream. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. He's like, oh no, that guy, he was a killer of kids in real life. And he's like, oh, and he's like, also he he was a pedophile. And then Freddie's like, eh. I never. What do you know? I didn't. I wasn't a pedophile. Hey, come on now. That's. I, I never. I used to like. No, we heard you were a pedophile. I was like, no, I'm no, not. no, I'm no. I never. Never. I never. I I killed them. Yeah. They all their clothes were on. Yeah, yeah. They were totally clothed and nothing weird. Nothing at all. Just killed them. Yeah. I like uh, to take my knife and then, hands. And, and then in the next movie, it's like, oh no, it's Freddy Krueger, the He's pedophile. Gonna, it's Freddy, like, no, I'm actually, I'm gonna kill you. No, no, no. The next movie, it's like, oh no, it's Freddy Krueger, and then he's like, yeah, Freddy Krueger, the killer. That's it. I do not know. Fucking is gonna happen. You know, uh, that's fun. That's uh-huh. a stand-up bit for somebody. <laughs> Maybe not us, but uh, no. yeah, it wouldn't work for you. I don't think you'd have to really punch it up with a lot of fucking zingers in there. You that's know? one of the uh, horrible things about the horror bull. Uh, that's one of the. I mean, we'll get into it. I'm sure later, but All right. uh, the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, is he a pedophile in that? They made him a pedophile, Mm-mm. and like half half the good of the original series is kind. Freddy's you know kind of fun. You know what they say? It's, he. It's hard enough to make him fun when he's going around killing everybody. Yeah. But when he's also a pedophile, there's just no yeah. fun. It's not at fun. All. Yeah. Yeah. Once you go pedophile, you never go back. It doesn't <laughs> rhyme, but it is true. You know. Yeah. Uh. But so yeah, so that's my relationship was I I mean we watched it my friends and I and stuff like that, but we never I don't I mean I don't have fond memories. The one thing I will tell you about them that I am the my biggest connection to them is I saw the um I guess it would be the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth movie, Freddy versus Jason. Saw it in the theater mm-hmm. with my buddy Nick Lindeman. A lot of people did. It was a touchstone. Yeah. No, it's a new line. Oh, okay. uh, but it was I saw it with Nick Lindeman in the theater and uh, he's a real and one. He's an NFR and he's also a real fan of horror movies. So like yeah. he was he knew everything, all the well, I mean the big the big franchises, mm-hmm. which is uh this This Halloween uh, yeah, yeah. and the Friday the thirteenth. Their fan bases are just so rabid. Yeah. Like, there are so many... He's not like that. He doesn't have, like, a... Well, I'm just saying, like, horror conventions are a big thing. Yeah. Like, the amount of shit that people know and love about these movies is ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Especially being from the outside. Like, uh... Ooh, The Outsiders. Of, Did he write that? All of these uh, horror movies, too, have a very uh, uh, strong and active uh, fan fiction uh, fan film mm-hmm. uh, thing to it. Well, like, it's easy. Yeah, exactly. You can plug fucking Freddy or Jason and, and, and nobody's anything. making them and horror movies are like the basic uh, introductory filmmaking. You know, yeah. how many filmmakers have just made horror movies by themselves often? Yeah. You know, they're like, they're like known for being the low budget, just like breakout things so people can make their little uh, fan films. Yeah, I've never, I've never been into like a like a horror realm, you know. I never, uh, I used to have been into it, but uh, well, I used to be. What a was maid. you? What was you? What's your shit? Well, Freddy was. Uh, nobody's been on the cover of Fangoria more than Freddy. Really? And Fangoria was one of my Hold favorite. On, I magazines. thought Joe Namath had been. The Fangoria? Yeah. No, I don't think Joe Namath has ever been. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that. that funny that I said that? Isn't yeah. that a funny joke? That's why I was playing. I was playing the straight man there, being like, nope, I don't. Yeah, no, 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 sir. I don't think he's that's been on not it. the straight man. That's no budding. That's the opposite no. of it. You, uh, what you would have done is like uh, Joe Namath was on there, and then you come in with a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on there because of well, uh, he kissed Susie Cobbler. Uh, Freddy uh, Krueger was just so big culturally, yeah, especially in the eighties. Oh yeah, everywhere. he was he was the horror icon of the MTV generation. Who would have thought he was MTV meets uh, Jason? Who would have thought he was the. Uh, 
You got two guys in sweaters. Who'd have thought he was going to be the wor- the least worst villain? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Between uh, I, I tweeted this a long time ago before I knew about Cosby. I was like, isn't it a shame that uh, Kurt Cobain and Bill Cosby never lived long enough to, you know, just hang out and talk about sweaters? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, who would have thought it? You know. Uh, yeah, Friday or Nightmare on Elm that I'm sure exactly this is going to be. Uh, we're going to have at least ten occurrences on this yeah. podcast. Oh, we, count them out, listeners! It's just, just like the 64 episode yeah, when we just say Friday. Yeah, but uh, Nightmare on Elm Street four was like one of the first horror movies I can really remember watching. And that's as the a Dream kid. Master. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go down the list. Here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, the first one, eighty four, came out the same year as me. Yeah. Uh, written by Wes Craven. Yeah. Who's like the father of horror or whatever you want to call he him? He based it on the fact that uh, there were some uh, military people that were dying in their sleep. Oh. And then got the whole idea. Of, That's a cool uh, idea. Uh, a dream demon that. Uh, killing, that sounds like a coke killing head. people. That sounds like you're in a meeting after a night of doing yeah. coke. And they're like, okay, so I heard you got a movie, and you're like, ah, fuck, uh, yeah, what about uh, the, a guy that kills you the, in your sleep? The original Nightmare does the old, uh, the classic uh, Psycho misdirect, where you're introduced oh, to one, yeah. you're introduced to one character like pretty early on, yeah, and you're like, oh, this movie's about Tina, yeah, and then uh, Tina gets killed violently. Oh wow, I like that. That's how the House would do that every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, Remember the TV show House? Yeah, it would do a lot of that misdirect. Yeah, yeah. Scream did it. Mm-hmm, it's a good mm-hmm, horror mm-hmm. thing. Because you get initially invested in a character that they're just going to kill off. Yeah. So you, it helps you think that nobody's safe because we're trained to think that this person's going to be our protagonist when they get introduced early in a film like that. Can you, in about a minute, walk me through the the plot of A Nightmare on Elm Street 1? Oh, yeah, yeah. Beginning to end? Like, uh, go. I can try. Ooh, is that a fun... Can I get my timer out? We can actually try it? Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me get my... Uh, okay, give me a second. Oh, here's my thing that I was going to say before, though. These Nightmare on Elm Street movies, the thing that I was most interested about them was... Uh, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Heather Langenkamp, mm-hmm. the star, was on Just the Ten of Us, which was one of my favorite sitcoms. Oh, wow. And she was like the nerdy daughter on there. And so I was blown away. I figured she would have been aged out by then, considering she was a teenager she, in uh, the first yeah. one, which came out in what year? 84. And 80, just the 10 yeah. of us was like 89. But she was the nerdy daughter. But also, she was like not the star. There was like She was like the fourth lead or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting to me when I found it afterwards. I was like, uh, it, it would be like the equivalent of like, um, who's like a big star right now? It'd be like the equivalent of... Uh, um, Scarlett Johansson. No, of the uh, the okay. What are we talking about? The uh, um, uh, the girl from the Game of Thrones. No, Olivia Clark. Uh, no, it would be more like um, the girl. Oh, what's the movie Hunger Games? Okay, it would be like that girl with Jennifer Lawrence, and then all of a sudden she's the fourth lead on a new sitcom. X Men. No, like on like the new Fuller House or whatever. Okay. You know, uh-huh. that's what I. That's what it was like. It was like this big. She's in these big movies that are yeah. huge yep. and then all of a sudden she's just like a nobody on this sitcom but i uh, i was really blown away that it was him girl and they did have references where they would talk about freddie and she would like look around and stuff you know oh it was pretty good how clever um okay one minute you have one minute to tell me the plot okay. of uh a nightmare on elm street go all right uh we're in uh springwood illinois and a bunch of kids keep dying or whatever and then uh nancy she's her uh the dad, her dad's the cop, and she slowly starts to find out that uh, Freddy Krueger's been killing all of her friends because uh, 
as a parent or her parents killed Freddy Krueger because he was killing kids, just killing kids. Her parents killed him? Yeah, yeah. All of the parents killed Freddy Krueger because they found out he was killing kids and then he got like acquitted or something and then they went to find him and found him and then burned him alive. They murdered him. The parents murdered him and then they buried the idea that they they covered it up too. So Freddy gets this. Uh, it's also a revenge tale that he's going to kill all of the kids on uh, Elm Street because the parents killed him. So uh, then, oh, and then Nancy kills Freddy. Look at that. One minute 52. You ba- you you didn't do it. You failed. Yep. <laughs> That's, I, I, I interrupted you. I didn't know that, that there was that whole interesting story about how the... The parents did it. The mm-hmm. parents killed. I just watched a web a show on Netflix that was similar to that. Yeah, where like a whole family, this whole small town has all this shit happening, and then it, towards the end, you find out that it's all because of some shit that the, the parents, the grownups in the town, yeah. did twenty years before. Kind of like BoJack Horseman, man. We are our parents' mistakes. Ooh, I like BoJack Horseman. A lot. Mm-hmm. We should do. A, is it too early to do a fun size? About I don't think so. We're gonna have to make a million. Can of we these do a, fucking Yeah. Things. Can we do a BoJack? Can we do a big? Uh, have you watched Big Mouth? Uh uh-uh. uh You gotta watch Big Mouth, motherfucker. That thing is crazy. How about we watch we talk about stay on topic? How about you shut up, Big Mouth? Whoa. <laughs> um, okay, so that's one. I, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That, I, like if that was not a slasher horror movie, I'd be interested in that story. Yeah. You know? If it was just like a psychological thriller, you know? Well uh, that's that's why they messed up so bad with the second one. Can I ask how does he come back? The first time? Yeah, like is it? Uh, oh, I think it's just revenge and like. He's but like, a, how does he? He's get, a dream demon. Yeah, but how does he get to that world? Is there like a lightning strike? You know, like because you know, like a Chucky, same kind of thing. Happened. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I haven't oh, seen. No. That's fine. Most of these in a while. That's fine. You know. Do you know what the second one's about? I'm more, I'm I'm always caught up on the history because uh, I'll watch doc. I love to you watch, love a documentary, especially when it's be like, well, they did this for part two, and mm-hmm. then they brought in this person, like. Each big horror franchise has the uh, episodic like documentary where they just go through and talk about all of them. And the second one, the second one is Re- Freddy's Revenge. Came yeah, out yeah. in eighty five yeah. next year. Uh huh. And uh, these are like genuinely scary Freddy movies. He gets less scary as the franchise goes on. Yeah. But uh, what's the one where he goes? To the wall is like the first. That's the first crazy. has a lot of really great effects, uh, special effects. Yeah, and it's some, whoever like, did it. Yeah. Somebody sp- well, uh, when Tina in the opening scene, she's getting like that's the, drug the around the bedroom. red herring, right? Yeah, yeah. She's getting drug around the bedroom, and they built a room that the rotates that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. That's his first film role. Yeah. Uh, they have a scene where he gets sucked into a bed, and then all the water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all of the uh, blood. It comes out of it like a fucking geyser. Wouldn't it be crazy if... uh, They did that. That was really interesting. They just built a room upside down and filled this bed and just pumped in like so much blood. So much blood. blood. And then just flipped it around upside down. That's cool. I love... uh, But yeah, that was the face one. Yeah. Where... uh, Freddie just uh his face comes through the mm-hmm. wall. Yep. And it's and it's they used like a uh they yeah. used like a, a mesh stuff. Yeah. That looked like drywall. Yeah. That that always spooked me out a lot when I was a kid. I I like when I was a kid I remember looking at walls and cuz I didn't I've never I don't know if I saw that yeah. movie, but I'd seen that clip on TV. That's one thing that uh Nightmare on Elm Street's going to have over most any uh most of the uh films in the horror genre yeah. of the 80s is they're going to have better special effects of the practical variety and they're going to have the money to do whatever they want from top I mean 
from the first ones all the way down, there's like good special effects yeah. in it. And I mean, the second one's pretty interesting because there's a lot of uh, uh, homoerotic uh, S&M stuff really? in it. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, uh, and that's, like it's, that's Freddy's. Well, it's written yeah. by a gay guy, and he just start. He snuck in a whole bunch of like, snuck in like whips a, and like uh, sure. just weird whips. Chains. I guess for the time. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. What well, would be considered? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm interested. And in it's this. about like Freddy is trying to overtake somebody's body and come into the real world via that. I'm not too familiar Damn. with that one. This one's written. It's got a long list of writers, but one of the writers on it's Frank Darabont. Yeah. Who ended up doing like the what is it? The Mist. Sure. And then he did. He's the one of the original showrunner of uh, the Walking what, what Dead. Was that show he did? He was the writer of the Mist. Oh, I must, director. I missed it. Yeah. He. Uh, but he was the guy that brought uh, the Walking Dead to TV. Oh. He's he he was the showrunner the first year, maybe the first mm-hmm. two years. Um. But he's a good. You mean the show Walker? Okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Walker Texas Ranger? You remember Walker Texas Ranger Lever? What about Walking Dead? Walker. Dead Wa- Texas Ranger. How about walking? And it's Walker as a Texas no, Ranger. I like walking tech and Texas Ranger. Walking. Chris, yeah. we're walking. Uh huh. Like, hey. Yeah. I'm Chuck. Do you have a permit for that grill? Are you not? I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Does that sound like him? Yeah. What about, oh my God. You gotta have a permit for that grill. Wait, is that Travolta? No, that was Christopher Walken. Oh, that was Travolta, dude. You gotta have a permit. Oh my God. That's Travolta, buddy. <laughs> You're doing Travolta. That's not Travolta. Listeners, who's he doing? Because it's Travolta. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, that's okay, so three is the or two is uh, three. Excuse me, three is the one that was written by with by Frank Darabont, and three that one's is called the one with the poster that always scared me. That's Dream Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, they have a great song. Ooh, they have uh, a great song that yeah, we're yeah. gonna play. I want to talk about this now. They had uh, this is because Freddie's really starting to cross over in the pop culture. Yeah. Uh, they brought on Dokken. What? Just be quiet for a second so I can edit around the audio. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay, so this is a Dawkins song from that soundtrack? Yeah. And it's called Dream Warriors. Uh-huh. It rocks. They should have called them rockin'. Well, if I, they got the saying where if the house is a rockin', it's probably Dawkins. <laughs> have you ever heard that? No. And they got Patricia Arquette in the music video oh, love and her. in the movie. Oh, I love She's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Dream Warriors is probably the fan favorite of the series. Yeah. And this song freaking rips. George Lynch, lead guitarist for Dawkins, very underrated. George Wint? Lynch. Norm! Oh, yeah. This shit's getting scary. Hold on, wait, you can't. The hook's coming. Here it is. Are you a blues traveler over here?
Good, good tie-in song right there. Jesus Christ, that fucker rips. Yeah, man. Do- well, like I said, if the house is a rockin', it's uh, it's mm. probably Dawkin'. I've never listened to Dawkin'. Uh, oh, I'll tell you. Who is that, Patricia Arquette? Mm-hmm. Oof, huge crush. Yeah. Huge crush. Oh, uh, True Romance? Oh, golly, yeah. She's is, great. Is and she's it? great today, too. She's very political, uh-huh. intelligent, smart. The whole Arquette family. Yeah, won a uh, David, Oscar with that Alexis, last Linklater movie. Yep. David, Alexis, and... David, uh, former WCW heavyweight champion right, of the right. world. I think Alexis passed away maybe a couple years ago. Mm. And then there's another one. Pat, Patricia, and then there's another one. Alexis Arquette, the guy from Everclear? <laughs> no, that's Art Alexius. Oh. He's still alive. Uh, although he did beat up his wife once in the in 80s. So we probably shouldn't like that guy. Um, anywho. Uh, so yeah. So that's, uh, that's yeah. from Dream Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Part three is like the fan favorite. Yeah. Of all of them, because it's wait, a, wait, wait, which one? Part three is yeah, the Dream Warriors. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, gotcha. Because it's all a bunch of kids like deciding to fight back. Oh, cool. There's a really good uh, uh, group dynamic of them together, mm-hmm. and then obviously they got the Dawkins song in there. And yeah, in my opinion, the best poster, which is the one with Freddie's glove and the five kids like facing him and looking at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now what's the next one? Now we got number five, number that, four. That's this is the beginning of uh, Funny Freddie. Oh, is this a comedy? Yeah, where he starts getting a little bit funny. It's kind of a direct sequel to part three. Okay. And then Well that's uh, what you'd want. Yeah. And that's the first one I ever watched. This one's called this is called The Dream Master. Yeah. But most of these Friday the thirteenth movies from here on out just kind of You mean a nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. Now that's two yep. listeners. Uh they just really start to blur together for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like all I remember about this is there's a girl. Uh, all of her friends die, and then who's she, all of her friends? <laughs> uh, Twist's cousin. But uh, wait, uh, they're cousins, but they have the same first name. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's three. Count chi- it. They're idiots. from China. That's how it works. There, <laughs> oh yeah, right? yeah. First names, last names, last names, first names. Yes, yes. But uh, as her friends die, she gets their power, and then she fights Freddy at the end of it. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's it, really what? disturbing because at one point Freddy has a boob. All right. Uh, <laughs> then what, okay, move, I know. Moving and he's on. like eating people's souls off of a pizza. Off the bottom of their shoes? No, no. Like, they're human souls. Like, they're screaming because they're forever damned yeah. by being a sausage on, on a pizza and then oh, he just wow. eats them. It's a really weird what I remember from this movie. But yeah, that sounds crazy. Uh-huh. It was uh, directed by, uh, let me see, St- uh, Steve- Stephen Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I don't John, know what the fuck he's John's doing. John's kids. Yeah. Uh, and then five. Five is no six is Freddy's nightmare. No, the final nightmare. No, five is the dream child. Oh, the dream child. That's fine. This is when they start to like incorporate like they to add to the Freddy mythology. They give them like they, a lot more Catholic imagery is in there. Oh, like, I got nuns and stuff. But I don't so like really, he uh, is it more like what his childhood was like the act the the. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really. You know, know there was like a, catho- well. a Catholicism. Well, they had, like nuns popping up. Yeah. And then I don't really know six that well either, except for that's when it starts to get really goofy. Six is the like final night. They, they got like Brecken Meyer in a uh, fucking uh, video game death, you know? Wait, what does that mean? That means he's playing uh, video games. And, and then he dies. And then he finds out it's a dream. And Freddy's like, I got the power glove. Game over. Uh, oh, wow. Because that's, that's 91. So that's like the that's Final Nightmare is 91. Yeah. So that's and that a, was supposed that's to be after, the end. Uh, yeah, because it was called Final Nightmare. Hell but yeah. the film did end on a cliffhanger. 
because uh, New Line had just acquired the rights to another film franchise. Uh oh! So the movie ends with a uh, hockey mask being shown, and then a uh, Freddy's claw can't come up and grabs it oh. to set up set up the movie that was going to come out for another eight fucking years. eight years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, because then what happens is uh, New Nightmare happens. Yeah, in '94. That's so interesting it, because it's kind of uh, Wes Craven's uh, like. Proto Scream? Scream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just playing around with uh, meta narrative. I think it's kind of a boring movie. Is New Nightmare the one where, like, it hap- they're actresses or something? Like a dream demon or some kind of, like... Uh, it's not Freddy? No, it's an, it's an elemental demon that uh, is coming into our world and using Freddy's uh, persona as a vehicle or something like that. I don't that. like that. Yeah. Come on, Wes. Just get us the movie with uh, Nev. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Uh, stab. Yeah, Stab. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... But new, it's fine. A lot of people like it. I think I, new, I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of I it. I feel like it... Because that was the time when I... That's probably one of the ones I watched. We rented and watched, you know? Because that was that era. I've seen three and four the most. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they got put on... They got uh, USA... Was always really oh, good yeah, about yeah, yeah. They're showing horror movies. all of the horror movies just recut for cable. Sure, sure. Recut. Uh huh. I like that. Uh, is uh, Freddy Krueger and uh, Wolverine ever fought? Is uh, that a thing? No, but you, uh, Freddy Krueger's an unlockable character on one of the Mortal Kombat's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Not that. Unfortunately, it's not the one that you can also play as uh, Jason. Oh, that would be. They got the one intense. with like Jason and Predator is in the last one. Oh wow, I'm so far. I beat. Did I talk? I think we talked about that on a future episode. Yeah, I beat uh, Mortal Kombat one for the first time. Mm-hmm. I beat Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh yeah. Yeah, I beat it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, they closed out with. Uh, well, they had Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason, which, which is, I like just fine. And I saw that in the theater. Yeah, and that was—I thought that was all right. You know, I thought I it was interesting, it, especially for the time. I mean, most of us were seeing it when we were mm-hmm. like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, nine eleven had just happened, and yeah. we were still healing. There, you know, there, but some people really hate it. But uh, I'm sure I like that. Uh, I mean, there's some good Freddy stuff in there, and yeah, you know, and then the the remakes are really bad. I never saw the remake. Don't watch it. Yeah, like it's just you know, there's just, nothing good. It's a bummer. They're it's just a, trying. It's a, yeah, it's a freaking uh, sexual assault drama yeah. with a murderer placed on top of it. Yeah, it's no, just thank like, you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Uh, now, those are the films. Now, I heard there was a TV a, series. A TV series. You yeah, know about yeah. this? Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, now what? Hold on, we have more music. What's this other music we have here? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what is this? A night? Uh, the Will Smith Nightmare no, no, on My Street? Uh, well, no, we'll go to the other one first. Yeah, we'll go to the other one. This is from Nightmare on Elm Street Four. I can remember this because I, I was taken aback that uh, with the fact that the Fat Boys. Oh baby, I love them. Uh, lovable scamps that they were would stoop so low as to do something with Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I like the Fat Boys. It's like you can't go from doing Wipeout to, mm-hmm. to talking about Freddy and shit. That's that's going to scare me. Oh, here they are. Now, they're, the fat boys are showing up on mopeds. Probably some dope heads on mopeds, you know? <laughs> I, Guys, this is my life. How you doing? What's up, man? They now, weren't that fat. You can tell it was the 80s. Will, they're not skinny. You must spend one night in his... Uh, 
you know, they, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be fat shaming the fat boys, but they're not little. You're fat. Are you fat boy shaming? Yeah. Do you mean all I have to do right. is spend one night here? So and the place is mine. No problem. No problem. Yo, let me ask you a question. Who is this Uncle Frederick anyway? Well, he's from a part of my family you never mentioned. I won't mention any of your family. Yeah, let's just get this this gig over with. Come on. No, here's the best part coming up. Just yeah, I feel like we could have started this video a minute and twenty seconds in. No, oh, we could have like done a little research. I mean, this is. Are you ready for Freddy? Oh no, they just revealed that they're on Elm Street. Great. What a what a great time in our uh, culture when we have rap. Oh my god, what I do? Okay, and fr- and also I just wanted to tell our listeners: free dental implants, cosmetic dentistry grants, no fee, must be employed. Uh, and then do you want to check out the other one too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the Fat Boys. Like I said, this, uh, however, was written for it and never used. Oh, uh, the, uh, yeah. But I'm familiar with this one. Yeah. But it was uh, Will Smith, Nightmare in My Neighborhood. Yeah, Nightmare on My Street. Like, they had to release it with a sticker on it saying not affiliated at all. Wow. Like, they, they made it. In. They probably were paid, just weren't paid directly for it. No, they just didn't include it in the soundtrack. Yeah. And then... Now, I have a story that I'd like, like to tell about, about this guy. Y'all know he has a man as hell. He comes to me at night after I call him to bed. He's burnt up like a wind. I just, That's great. I just love that whole like idea that Freddie's got all these rap songs. Yeah. One, I was hoping it played, but one of the rap songs, Freddie does say, Hey, I'm Freddy Krueger and I'm here to say yeah, Freddy is Krueger and I'm here to say I kill people, but I don't fuck children. <laughs> you know, that's his thing, you know? Yeah. Uh goddamn, that's great. And Those- then they also had uh uh a video game. They had the on game the, on Nintendo. Which is interesting because uh well it's an LGN game. What does that mean? LJN? Yeah, what's that? LJN is kind of notorious on Nintendo. It's the, uh, you know, the logo with a little uh, uh, half rainbow thing? Yeah. LJN, they made a lot of licensed video games. Oh, sure, okay. But they didn't make them. They uh, actually would license them and then give them to a different developer. They didn't develop it. Uh, The Nightmare on Elm Street video game for NES was pretty cool because, uh, as you got, it was made by Rare. Mm-hmm. Who Rare is a pretty big developer. They went on to make everything from Donkey Kong Country to GoldenEye and oh, yeah. uh, a whole bunch of these other games. And they actually like uh, backwards uh, 
engineered the uh, Nintendo from Japan and made all these games. And then uh, Nintendo was so impressed with their work on the Nightmare on Elm Street video game that uh, it landed them a lot of other gigs in the future with Nintendo. Yeah. Which rare, as you know, rare Nintendo, like, you know, Banjo. And you, did you play it? Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It had a dream world. Ooh. Like it, of course at, it did. At, at, you'd go around as a kid. You had to, like, collect pieces of Freddy so mm-hmm. you could fight him. But uh, the uh, you'd be in a level, but if you didn't drink enough coffee mm-hmm. or if you got hit by the bad guys too you'd many wake times, up. you would go into the uh, dream world. Oh, and I see. It'd be the same level, but completely different. Oh, I, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I just pulled up the Wikipedia for the game. Uh, this is uh, writing in retrospect in 2010. An IGN journalist was mixed towards the game, praising the sleep meter element, but also feeling it was a low rent Castlevania with a great but bizarrely weak supervillain. So that was the reply. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up and bet it's on my emulator on my phone. I could probably, you know, probably wouldn't be too hard to get it. Um, okay, so that's that. We got the video game. And did you ever fuck with the TV series? Uh, no, it was like a horror anthology. Was it like a kind of like a Twilight Zone? But there wasn't just enough Freddy in it. Oh, sure. It was just lame stuff that I yeah. can remember. Uh, it looks like, like yeah, Freddy's <clears throat> Nightmares. Yeah, Freddy would intro the stuff, but that, that one's about the... the but I, knew, I guess that could have been cool, but you know. Um, hey, so... Uh, had an opportunity. We reached out to the NFers. We sure did. To you fuckers. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we got a little bit. Yeah, we just said, uh, hey, let us know what some of your uh, most memorable moments from this beloved multimedia franchises are, right? Uh, yeah. We reached out. Uh, here we got, we got uh, Greg Orm. He said, uh, Dawkins song from Dream Warriors. Well, it looks like we've already fucking played that, Greg. Also, the rest of Dream Warriors. Hell yeah, we did. And it was all, it was all great. Yeah, well, they should call that band rockin', you know? Uh, okay, uh, Aaron Graff. Uh, Aaron's real and ever. He posted a, a line from the, uh, the 2010 remake, uh, where he said it's one of his favorite lines of dialogue in cinematic history. Uh, this lady's like, they're dreams, okay? They're not real. And then the dude's like, these dreams, they're real. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's fucking dog that's, shit writing. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hart. Jake said, Hart. Uh, I didn't see it until uh, later as an adult. So when the mom says someone forget to sign a warrant and he was uh, just freely like that, I yelled, no, he fucking wasn't. A killer of 20 children wasn't just let free. Fuck this. Jake, you got to get your shit under control, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's just a film. It's just a TV movie. Uh, At least he wasn't a pedophile. It, like if, yeah, exactly. You right? know? And also, if that part bothered him, man, how do you feel once all that dream murdering happened, you know? <laughs> uh, Sam Her- uh, Herchick? I don't know how to say that last name. Herchick? Mm-hmm. He said Alice Cooper as Freddy's father. Well, that's yeah, yeah. rad. Yeah, well, because as the movie went on, they needed to keep telling us all about the killer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, sure. we had to get this. Freddy gets to be more sympathetic, especially in part six where you get to see he has a daughter. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's her name? Fredwina? <laughs> yeah. Is that a yeah. word? No. That a name? It uh, is now. What do you got next? Uh, Stevie Lee Crutcher uh, said the entire everything from Dream Warriors. Ooh, love it. Which, again, it. like I said, you know, uh, fan favorite. Yeah. Dream yeah, Warriors. Totally. I, I'm going to watch that. If I watch any of them, it'll be that one. And I'll tell you this. I'm not going to watch any of these. Uh, Randy Peterson said Nightmare on My Street, which we already played. That's a fucking jam. Yeah. yeah but uh, like I was saying, it wasn't affiliated. It wasn't affiliated visually. Yeah. I bet what I was saying is. Not like, at all. I bet what happened was they paid it. They were like, do this song. And yeah. then he did it. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to use it. But yep. he's like, well, I fucking already did it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last, our last. Which uh, is interesting because they were still able to use the theme 
uh, as a sample. Yeah. But well, they made a video with Freddie and the studio backing it and everything that uh, got wiped. Yeah. They, well, it was probably one of those things where uh, it was probably like mixtape release. You know, I bet it, maybe it wasn't released official, you know? No, it was. It was? They had to put oh, a sticker yeah, on yeah, the Yeah, that's cover. right. You said that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and our last one here, what do you got? I actually did research for this episode. <laughs> I don't know why we need to start now. Right. Uh, and last, we had, uh, I'm glad we got him in. I always love when uh, Matt Morano checks in. Yeah, baby. He said, uh, uh, in the first film, the rebellious teen who witnessed Freddie's first murder approaches two separate women, puts his hand over their mouth, and drags them away. The audience is supposed to be totally cool with this and actually give a shit when he dies. <laughs> that's pretty fucking gross. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's what all those movies were back then. They were all gross, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn. Well, I think we did it. Yeah, I, man. I hope Kazi's happy with this. I can't this. say anything else about Nightmare on Elm Street. Me neither, man. I can't say a few things about uh, where you can find me though. Where can they? Where can these motherfuckers find you? Uh, you can find me at Reamcore. R e a m k o r e. That's right. Uh, on any of the things, that's where I'm at. On all the things. Yep. I'll also, check out my other podcast, uh, 1994, with John Bellancini. The great John Bellancini. And Amy. Uh, new episodes every other Friday. Um, and also, we got the House of Bricks comedy every second Friday mm-hmm. at Precious Metals. Uh, great comedy. It's free. Great specials. And uh, if you're listening today, it's this Saturday. Yeah. Special Saturday edition. Yes, with And you. I'm going to be on it. That's right. So, so come down and watch me do stand Come and check that out. Yeah. Also, Mike Drucker, who's uh, fucking really big in this world, the nerd culture world. Uh, he's a fucking fantastic tweeter, writer, you know, comedian. He's also on the show. So that'll awesome. be awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, you can follow me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-T-A-E. PatrickHasty.com for upcoming shows and dates. Uh, next week, I'll be in uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then uh, the following week, I'll be in Boston, Massachusetts. So please come out to a show. Check out that. Uh, if, you, if you haven't yet, get on board with the 100. Uh, uh, we're doing the $100 uh, dollars by 100. Uh, so try to you know if you if you haven't donated to the Patreon now's a good time. Okay, even I'll if get it's right only on that. even if it's only a dollar or two dollars, you know uh-huh. that's fine. Uh, we always we have a bunch of crazy fun king size episodes up there you can watch. We We're need gonna, a new mouse. We do need a new mouse. Uh, we need to buy a mouse so that we can fucking make these video these audio clips happen faster. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, go to that Patreon.com/slash Nostalgic Front. Uh, leave us the iTunes reviews, uh, the Stitcher reviews. Tell your friends. Uh, be cool. Support our our uh, sponsors on this show. Uh, this week was the, I believe it was the Weisenheimers podcast. Mm-hmm. Support these people. Go listen to their shit because they're supporting us. They're helping us out. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And remember, as always, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com. <laughs>